All right, I gotta warm up. Warm up your skinny face. Uh, I actually gained some weight. I Aren't actually gained some weight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Rudy, it's over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Over the Top Podcast. We're I'm Rudy, and <laughs> this is Brendan, who's just giggling away. Um, we're uh, we're this is the first time we're not together, uh, you know, face to face. We're actually doing a Zoom call for the first time, uh, and I think many people probably know why, uh, due to this whole pandemic that's been going on for the past, I guess, three months. I think it's been. Is it three months, three or four? It feels like more. Uh, I thought it started. I really like, don't know. Yeah, some people might say February. February it started, but I think maybe more March. So March, April, May. So maybe three and a half. Oh but. yeah, it's been like three months. Yeah, because it's like halfway. The the social distancing quarantining started mid March. So yeah, it worked literally like almost exactly three months in. Yeah. Brendan and I decided that we don't really, for this episode or the upcoming episodes, because we know this thing is going to still take a while. We don't want to focus on that. We just thought to briefly mention that if you're listening to this years later, why the audio might not sound the greatest uh, is because we're not together. We're we're both at our own homes uh, right now, social distancing, but we're, we're still wanting to connect with them. You know, I think even people, people should say not social distancing, but physical distancing, but we should still stay social, connect with others. And we want to connect with you guys. It's been since February, since our Valentine's Day podcast with uh, Julie and Holly. That was our last one until until now. Let's just give a quick little update on how things are going the past three months. Do you wanna do you wanna start, buddy? Yeah, I guess the quick update for me and for the uh, few people that tune in to our lovely podcast. February fifteenth, Julie and I got engaged. Um, it was great. It was cold. Um, Root was there. It's good, man. My friend Mitch was there. Julie's sister Jess was there. Julie and I were there. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we got engaged. I played her a song on a very, very out of tune guitar and um, Root took some video and he cut the entire song out. Uh, I didn't mention that to him until now that I noticed that he cut the entire song out in his video that he sent me. Yeah, okay. I still have the, okay, I'll keep this in mind. I do have it. I, I could send it to you, but Mitch, no offense to Mitch if he's listening, but he kept being in the way. <laughs> I tried to get like a shot, but then I, cause he was trying to get some good photos. So he's tall and he's tall. I just said, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> That's so funny. I honestly, like when I, when I saw the video, I was like, oh man, it has none of the singing in it. it oh, has, like, buddy, I'm sorry. It's just the end. And so I totally thought, I totally thought like you listened to it and you're like, wow, that guitar sounds awful. <laughs> It just didn't sound good. Oh, it wasn't the guitar that was awful. <laughs> oh, shut up. I'm joking, I'm joking. You, you ugh, gained some weight. <laughs> Dude, no, you were good, you were good. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, It was cold and my guitar was out of tune and I was nervous. Anyways, but yeah, no, I totally thought that was the reason why. Like, it just didn't sound good. And so you just decided to cut that part out. I totally thought that was the reason why. And uh, I was, and but we liked it. Julie and I really liked the video. And um, good man. I'm not sure if we were trying to post it up on our um, uh, wedding, like little wedding page. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, for our guests and stuff like that. 
with the photos too, right? Yeah, that's that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, with the photos. And I think we, I, I'm pretty sure we were trying to find a way to post the video up as well. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so yeah, we got engaged. Uh, we planned to be married this fall uh, in September. Um, but just with the way everything was going and mm-hmm. the way everything's going right now, it was just really, really hard to plan a wedding. And we mm-hmm. both want our entire families there or, well, the really important people there. Yeah. I want my mom and my sister niece and nephew brother-in-law mm-hmm. brothers i want them to come um but like my mom lives in a nursing home and they're like super locked down so oh yeah so I decided to yeah. postpone the wedding um till next year uh of uh well we don't we don't have a date nailed down yet so i'm not even going to mention any months but months that we're looking at because mm-hmm. we haven't made a firm decision yet yeah yeah, so yeah we postponed it to next late spring early summer kind of is that time frame we're kind of looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's kind of like the biggest news is that, yeah. So from that, it's been working, but um, what's uh, what's new with you, man, you and the white. Yeah. Holly and I are doing well. We are really blessed that both of us get to work. Holly's still working full time. I'm working hard too at home. Uh, finally, I'm actually able to start doing work outside the home, like starting to do some uh, film shoots for clients uh, with my boss. And that's great to kind of stretch the old legs because <laughs> sitting in a chair is at home is like, uh, you just want to do what you love to do. But uh, I'll, I'll share this little story that's happened last week. Uh, I think it was last week, Sunday. It was a beautiful day. Uh, and, the, and I'll keep in mind the day before that, Holly bought a new bike. She needed a new bike. Her old one was like, I think her old bike was 14 years old. She had it since she was like 11, I think. But uh, so she needed a new bike. It was commuter and uh so the following day she said let do i want to go on a bike ride i want to try my new bike out for a good long while so i thought you know a bike ride probably is about an hour an hour and 20 minutes and uh we live near this lake uh, it's not a huge lake it's a decent sized lake where you can still tube and stuff so she wanted to kind of go partly around the lake and i think we were planning to head back but uh halfway uh, around the lake we thought well you know let's let's just head you know let's just go all the way through but we didn't realize how long the journey would be and and <laughs> we went all the way around an entire lake yeah but that's not only it she also got lost <laughs> how do you get lost going around a lake just <laughs> by the water and just keep going around it the thing is with the path it sometimes doesn't go right near the near the lake because there's cottages around it and then like you go move away from it and then there's a, the path splits and they're like which way is the right way so at, 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 unfortunately, it took us three hours to get back <laughs> to the house. And yeah, keep in mind, mind this, this was, was a beautiful a... sunny day, no overcast. It was just, and so yeah, we we got cooked. We we looked like lobsters, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I already got burned before summer even started. So, any funny stories at your end that has happened during the past couple months? All right, I'll mention one because you know what, people seem to find some of my frustrations funny. I do. <laughs> This, this and uh, I'll, I'll I'll preface this. This isn't actually super frustrating, but only only a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> so as you know, me and Julie are planning our wedding, and we're budgeting our money and and all that good stuff. So when we had decided to postpone the wedding, um, I have been bothering Julie that I want to go and buy Mario Kart. <laughs> game my switch i want to go buy mario kart and she keeps telling me no we should we need to save for the wedding 
because that's like a hundred dollars for me to buy a Mario Kart. It's a hundred dollars and go towards wedding stuff. Um, but I have been watching her buy a bunch of random pillows and other silly little random things here and there. And yeah, one pillow here, one pillow there. Sure, it doesn't cost $100 each pillow, but it all adds up. And then when we were sitting down, Julie shows me a receipt for like $43 of makeup. And she's like, yeah, this is a wedding expense. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what? What do you mean it's a wedding expense? <laughs> All this makeup? <laughs> I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, well, I needed better makeup, you know, that wasn't like super cheap. And I need to practice on myself to make sure I'm good at applying it for the wedding day. So, you know, it's for the wedding. I need to practice. It's a wedding expense. And, uh, and then she shows me another receipt of something that she bought that was uh it was like over fifty dollars and i was like julie i could have bought mario kart because you could buy yourself a bunch of stuff <laughs> like why can't i buy myself mario kart oh and so uh, i was like what the heck do you mean you need to buy this makeup for the wedding oh but no, that, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, I gave her a hard time about it. But at the same time, no, I'm not actually upset about it. I like she, she, yeah, she needs makeup. I mean, I don't think she needs makeup. She wants makeup for the wedding. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm on board to have that be a part of one of our wedding expenses. I don't really mind. It also wasn't that much. She didn't, she got like most of it on a really, really big sale. And yeah. I know makeup does cost a lot of money oh yeah oh yeah but she yeah she got she got some she got some decent quality makeup it's not like the highest quality um but she also got it on like ridiculously big sales so you know she she really didn't spend that much money at all she spent less than 50 dollars on a few different makeup items so (laughs) she she got a really good sale julie's a crazy crazy good person at finding deals but yeah, <laughs> I gave her a hard time, and now now she's like, "I'll buy you Mario Kart, okay? <laughs> I'll buy you Mario Kart." <laughs> you <a> little toddler. <laughs> I was like, "No, don't buy me Mario Kart. I don't want a pity Mario Kart game." <laughs> yeah, I don't want I don't want your pity Mario Kart. I want it because I deserve it. I want you to think I deserve this. <laughs> I want you to sit there and watch me play it. <laughs> sit there and watch me play Mario Kart. And maybe sometimes play with me. <laughs> yeah, but no, actually, Ju- Julie is way better with money than I am, actually. So it's, it's, a, it's a good thing that I'm marrying her because she can, she can help me not just waste $100 on Mario Kart when maybe I should save it or put it towards debt. You know, like my my school, my OSAP, put a little bit extra towards that, or my mm-hmm. credit card, or something like that. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't just let me run off and buy video games. She's a very good fiance. <laughs> yeah. 
she'll she'll definitely be big in in encouraging us to save and not spend needlessly. Yeah, have you ever see those TV shows uh, like Greatest Cheapskates or whatever? No. Julie loves those shows, yeah. but even she understands that like sometimes they 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 just get way too bad. I'll give you one example. This this so this this will be my funny story. You can include this. But Julie showed me an episode of The Greatest Cheapskates. Um, it was a Christmas episode. And there is this lady who, um, like, most of her family lives together. Or, yeah, like, a decent amount of the family lives together. So, like, her sister um, and her mother and her. And, like, they're all, like, adults. Like, they all live in the same house. It's, it's a nice house. Anyways, so the one sister, she's an extreme cheapskate. Like, extreme. And um, so for Christmas... What she does every year is sometime throughout the year, she'll take something from one of her family members that they really, really like, like she'll take it and hide it. So for example, like in that episode, she gave her niece her purse back and she gave her sister her sunglasses back as Christmas gift. So she takes their stuff, Mm -hmm. hides it so that she can give it to them as a Christmas gift. Yeah. Like that's how cheap she is. <laughs> and her reasoning, her reasoning is that, oh man, don't you just love when you find something that you've been missing for a super long time? Oh. I'm giving them that amazing feeling. <laughs> but they like, they, so like her niece opened up her gift and it's her purse. And she's like, this one missing back in, in February. Like, She's like, I haven't seen this since March. Like, yeah. And her, her sister, like, yeah. When she, when her sister opened up her sunglasses, she's like, I haven't seen these since March. And, <laughs> and her, her brother-in-law, like her sister's husband was like, yeah, I bought you those. And they've been missing for a while. And then her sister's like, see, but now you have them back. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so bad. Oh, man. It was the worst. Oh, Oh, <laughs> I was blown away that someone could ever think that's a nice Christmas gift. Oh, man. So Julie likes shows like that. Yeah. But even she can understand that those people can be a little too cheap. Oh, yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah, Julie, Julie's going to do a good job at keeping me, you know, accountable to how much money I want to spend on us. And, and I will you know, help to encourage her to sometimes buy the you know, the clothes that she needs, you know, and not just wait for all of her clothes to rip and then her to have like one pair of pants left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Let's jump into our topic for today. We're talking about father's day and we'll even talk a little bit about our moms. We're, just, mm-hmm. we're not talking about father's day. We're talking about our dads yeah. and our experiences with them on father's day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, we're talking about our moms, too, because, yes, we miss Mother's Day and we love our moms. But, I mean, in my case, my mom is kind of the mom and dad. So, I mean, she mm-hmm. kind of gets two days. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 We're going to we're going to do this. We're going to do this interview style. I'm going to ask you some questions about, you know, about Father's Day and Mother's Day at home and, mm-hmm. you know, how they did it back in good old Holland. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was like. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, we'll talk about Father's Day first. All right, cool, cool. So, yeah, we'll jump right in. So, tell me, like, uh, a typical Father's Day from when you were 
you know, maybe like 12 years old, you know, when, mm -hmm. when you were still like elementary school age, you and your brother and sister were also living at home. Like, you know, what was a typical father's day, like mm -hmm. morning to morning to night? What was a mm -hmm. typical father's day for you guys? We always do gifts, kind of a little celebration after church, of course. Like it's on, we usually, I think every time it's on a Sunday. So we always go to church. Uh, and afterwards, we would uh, sit outside if it's nice weather. Each of us have a car and usually would have, you know, sign with one car, but sometimes we'd like to make our own. When we were really young, you make like kids would make their like own little simple card with their own drawings. So I used to do that a lot. Crappy homemade gifts. Okay. <laughs> no, the card was the card. The card was homemade. But the gifts were like, yeah, the gifts were usually more like, uh, you know, it has to relate to music or golf. That's basically what my dad loves music or golf uh, or fishing. He's a huge fishing person now. So usually I go to like a tackle box store or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's usually just kind of just kind of really showing our appreciation for all he's done. Uh, and I'll say personally from from my end, like I wrote some stuff down for my dad. He really is the one that motivates me to keep going. Don't feel like you can't do it. He's the one I feel comfortable pushing me like, hey, you know, you got this. Like, don't degrade yourself. And he really helped me expand my comfort zone, my comfort level to a point where I never realized I could actually do that. So could I actually mention what we have done what I've done lately? Uh, no, you're not allowed. You're only allowed <laughs> to talk about when you were a kid. Only when I was a kid. I don't care so, about your dad. <laughs> Father's Day is now. Yeah, so since he's a huge golfing guy, uh, I go take him out golfing. Uh, I pay for it, uh, you know, use a, a cart or stuff like that. Uh, and even though <laughs> I'm not a good golfer, uh, and I and he actually taught me how to play golf, and I actually got some good swings. So, uh, yeah, so I usually take him out golfing. Uh, that sounds nice. That sounds, yeah, that sounds really good yeah 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 and and now i have and i'll mention this too i have a now i have a father-in-law we bought a we really bought a funny card uh and because he's really a, like a the funny guy like he always likes humor so we always find something funny a funny card and uh, i still want to make sure we show him how much we appreciate him he gives me advice about my car he even does a lot of oil changing for me and he repairs since he's a mechanic and uh so i'm, I'm just grateful for having him as my other dad as well uh yeah he's 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 great so yeah i've celebrated father's day with him as well the past and i started dating holly but now considering him as my real father-in-law it's just it's just great to be really you know the part of the family so about that so yeah yeah that's nice i mean i i like that you mentioned you know uh father's day with your father-in-law too right mm -hmm. yeah because he's you know he's a he's another dad in your life and you know i'm sure that he wants to be there for you and and holly and has actually adopted you into his family as well and, all right oh that's good that sounds like a great time with your dad and and, and it does sound pretty cool that your dad is is such a big part of your life still and always has been do you want me to ask some questions for you buddy yeah, this is interview style. We go shot for shot. Yeah. So it's your turn. I guess the question is, has it been challenging whenever Father's Day has, passes by through the year? And, and if so, how do you deal with that? I think it's just best for you to kind of just give the whole whole spiel of how much how much you want to share about your the backstory of, of it. Yeah, a little bit a little bit of backstory, I guess. Um the I never knew my real dad until I was uh, I, I never met him until I was about 14 years old. Um, so, I mean, Father's Day's Father's Day growing up, the first dad I ever knew was my stepdad, my little brother's dad. Um, and to be honest with you, I can't really remember um, Father's Day's 
Father's Day with him at all. Um, probably a good thing. He he wasn't a very good man at all. He's very physical, like he's alcoholic, drunk all the time. Um, he was a transport truck driver, so he was gone most of the time. Um, uh, sometimes it felt like not enough. But uh, I, I genuinely can't really remember Father's Days with him. Um, but if there was anything, it probably would have just been like, you know, the, the macaroni art and whatever cards and stuff that make you make at school in art class, right? Like in elementary school, you know, how they mm-hmm. always have you do some sort of craft for your parents for Mother's Day or Father's Day. So I think that that was maybe the extent of that um, with him. Um, and then my mom was engaged to another man that I had known. Um, and uh, he was a bit of a father figure in my life as well. Another not super great guy. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I remember, I remember one year uh, I made him a Father's Day card thing at school. Like, again, one of those make Father's Day gifts at school things. Like that's all I ever really did for any of them. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I remember he he really liked that. It really touched him, and he, he felt really touched by that. And then, um, uh, and then he left. So mm-hmm. kind of since there's been like no father figure in the picture was since I was about 14 years old, actually, um, since I uh, like started high school, um, there's there has been no stepdads at all in the picture. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I mean, it, it, it hasn't really affected me too much. Kind of. Uh, I mean, when Father's Day rolls around, I've just not really thought about it too much. Um, and then it, it wasn't until maybe a little bit later, like halfway through high school, that um, I really started to realize and appreciate my mom in that role. Um, like my mom as a single parent um, was kind of playing the role as a dad and a mom. And um, and she did a really good job of it. She, I mean, mm-hmm. she, she, she tried her best. And, and a lot of times she would tell things like, you know, uh, I'm not going to raise any sissies and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, my mom was a little old school, so she said things like that. Um, <laughs> uh, she, she did her best to raise like three boys and, and one girl. And um, she did her best to raise her sons to be as manly as she possibly could make us. Um, so, you know, I, I really appreciated my mom for playing both of those roles. You know, my mom, was the one who came out to my sporting games. You know, she came out to watch my football games. She came out to watch my rugby games. Um, you know, she she was kind of there for me in those areas that she could be to you know to be like a to be like a dad and a mom. You know, she she encouraged me to work out. She encouraged me to keep trying when I was really discouraged, um, especially in high school and sports. You know, but before mm-hmm. my mom had a stroke and and she was able to actually do that. Um, I remember in grade nine, um, I was just this chubby, weak kid on the football team. And I sat on the bench for almost every single game the entire season. And I hated it. Like, I, I hated football. Mm. I did not like it because, like, I worked my butt off at practices. And then game time would come, and I would never get into the game. So, you know, I hated it. But my mom encouraged me like once football was over I was like you know what I don't know if I want to play next year um and my mom um which was really funny because my mom didn't want me to play at all um and then when I actually started playing she she came out to every game and or every game that she could make it to and and encouraged me to keep doing it um but yeah when I told her I didn't I didn't think the next year my mom 
she encourages like you know what like you keep working hard you keep working out and next year you know you'll you'll be one of those guys on the field you know you just need to keep working hard and um and she bought a treadmill um for not just for me but she bought it for like my sister myself and even her to to use and she put it in the basement and she found this um she found this like workout bench that you could do like a full body workout but okay. you could use elastics on it um okay so like you could move the elastics in pins to different settings so it would like it, it would imitate you know that much weight um and she found that and brought it home like threw it in the van and brought it home and she brought that home for me to use so that I could work out more. And then lo and behold, my mom was right. I ran on the treadmill every single day. Um, I worked out on that crappy workout bench every single day. <laughs> then the next year I went back to football and I started every single game. So, you know, it was, uh, it, it, it was a big, you know, it was a big encouragement. So, you know, th- what I, I share that story to iterate the fact that, you know, my mom encouraged me the way that most most boys and even girls um dads encouraged them in you know my my mom was the one who encouraged me in mm-hmm. sports and encouraged me to work hard and and to get physically strong and you know to learn as much as i could now she couldn't teach me all the skills that she didn't know you know things like fixing cars and using tools my mom didn't really have much knowledge on all that mm-hmm. so you know i didn't really have anyone to teach me that so now i do not have much knowledge on tools and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and uh and how to fix some things but Mm -hmm. uh you know i learn and 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 that's okay um but yeah so father's day for me has never really been sad um i think i was really grateful to have those other my stepdads out of my life Mm -hmm. you know i think my gratefulness to have the those abusive men out of my life um kind of override kind of overrides my disappointment in not having a dad on Father's Day. So, you know, I guess for me it was, yeah, it was never really disappointing. And now I, I kind of make really terrible jokes about it um, <laughs> around Father's Day. So uh, um, since not having a dad, I just kind of skip over Father's Day. And, you know, it's it's another day um, for mm-hmm. me. But um, actually, uh, I like the point you made about, you know, your your father-in-law and celebrating Father's Day with him. Um, because, you know, now that I'm about to have a father-in-law and, um, and actually, um, my future father-in-law, um, he's actually, uh, like been a very, very big, um, you know, support supporter, uh, over the past year and a half. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, even more than that, before I was dating his daughter, I know like, um, Jen, Julie's mom and, and Trevor, her, her dad have, um, uh, they prayed for me and they've thought about me and kept me in their hearts. And now that I've been with their daughter, they've, you know, they've been very, very supportive of me and kind of adopted me into their family really, really quickly. So it's, uh, it, it, it's been awesome. And, and so, you know, like uh, when Father's Day rolls around, I, I, he's definitely one of the people I think about. Um, and I still think, you know, it's, it's kind of hard for me to, to just, like throw all of my trust into another man. Um, that's this has always been hard for me to do to give my trust to men just with the just with the, the male role models that I've grown up with and not that I think every man shouldn't be trusted. That's not at all what I think. I think that that's just my own internal issue that you know I continue to work and heal in. 
Um, but like trusting Julie's dad um, is, is not that hard, um, especially when I see, you know, how much he loves me and, and, mm-hmm. and, and accepts me into the family. So, you know, I'm excited for future Father's Day times and i'll be spending <laughs> with julian and her dad mm-hmm. uh, my future my future father-in-law um and um yeah like I, I really appreciate him so you know when father's day rolls around i he's one of the men that i think about and have a lot of love for and a lot and a lot of appreciation for you know just just how awesome um of a dad that he is to his kids and and has even been to me over the past you know like i said over over the past years um year and a half that's awesome more closely but yeah so yeah man yeah yeah that's kind of my my experience of father's day yeah and how i feel about it and think about it and celebrate it mostly just really terrible jokes (laughs) not having a dad (laughs) yeah like and going back to like when you were talking about your mom and how she filled in certain roles and as many roles that she could that you and your siblings needed uh, for like as a father figure and it's just great to see how amazing of a mother she is by you know you know she didn't give up on you know just seeing well poor me you know she was she she shows a lot of strength in that you know she's like hey i'm gonna take care of my kids i'm gonna do the best I can to support them in any way I can wherever I can so your mom is fantastic man yeah that's awesome so yeah, tell me, uh, like how are how is Mother's Day? You know, like is Mother's Day very similar to Father's Day, where you guys all, you know, spend the day with your mom, go out to her favorite restaurant? Like, what what are the kinds of things you do with your mom? Yeah, she's been a huge impact on my life. Just first talking about Mother's Day, it's it is also a very similar routine where we would have some gifts and cards for her to check out and just show how much we appreciate her. We also make sure we clean the house the day before, not the day of. Like, uh, well, we do that also for Father's Day, but, you know, for especially for her, like, uh, you know, she likes the house clean and we want to make sure we don't do that during Mother's Day. So we always make sure the house is cleaned. <laughs> but uh, and uh, yeah, like I and usually with her, like my also my gift for her is with my dad was going golfing. And my mom is used to taking out for lunch at a nice place that she likes to go. When I was talking about my dad, I mentioned about how his main what I see him mostly it was in motivation with her, uh, even though my dad does the same thing. Uh, she's the most supportive. Uh, but it's just because of how much she, uh, she and I talk about what my plans are with my career and stuff like that, with school. Uh, like She's been there all the way with me for school and for college. But yeah, she's just been super supportive. And uh, yeah, love her always. Great mom. And to my mother-in-law too, uh, especially with the whole wedding thing. She puts so much time in the wedding. And my goodness, it's it's it's, it's such a blessing. Uh, my mother-in-law, just to how how she's been helpful with that. Uh, not just for Holly, she did it for me too. She this wasn't just for her own daughter. Uh, I could definitely tell she wanted this for both of us. And uh, you know, both both her and my father-in-law's speeches drew me. To, you saw like drew me to tears. Like like definitely just even though I knew in my heart and I know for sure, like I've heard it before the wedding that, you know, they accepted me as part of the family, but just how they worded it and just how much I meant to them was not just for Holly, but for them specifically just meant so much to me. And just, you know, I, even with her, I could sit down and talk about something I'm not certain about. You know, I can even sit down with her about it and say, Hey, you know, I'm just not sure what you, what do you think about this? Or, uh, you know, how should I approach this? What seems, what seems the right thing to do? And so, and she's always willing to listen about that. So, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, some great mother, mother, uh, motherly roles in my life. Uh, my mother and my mother-in-law, fantastic women. I'm really, really grateful to have them in my life. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think your your mom and your mother-in-law. I think they're uh, they both, to me, anyways, in the in the very small interactions I've had with your mother-in-law at the wedding and uh, and your mother just in general. I think they they both seem a little no nonsense. Let's. Uh, Let's get to the nitty gritty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They yeah. definitely, they definitely seem like a couple more serious gals than, uh, than you know the the stereotypical Gabby Gab super emotional moms. <laughs> like they, they seem like the the kind of moms that'll you know smack you back down to earth and say you know pull your head out of the clouds and and get you set on the right right straight and narrow and. And that's what I appreciate about them both. Actually, I, I yeah. really like that about them. You know that, yeah. Like your 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 mother in law definitely seemed to care a lot about how that wedding went, in like a good way, right? Like I, I could see that she wanted things to be perfect for you both. And, yeah, and and keep in mind too. I, I want I want to make sure to my mom. She also has been very helpful with the wedding too. Uh, like she's made the <laughs> invite the cards and helping with the website and stuff and a lot of other things. Uh, and I want to make sure I mention that too. The reason I say about my mother-in-law is too, is just to say like, Hey, you know, is it wasn't just for her own daughter. This was also for me. And that just also meant so much to me. So, but I know my mom listens to these. So I just want to make sure she knows that, that I appreciate all she did for me too, for the I wedding. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, your mom was in the exact same boat as your as your mother-in-law, she yeah, oh put yeah, a lot of hard work and effort into that wedding too. Yeah, so you could tell that she wanted <laughs> she wanted it to be perfect for you guys. Yeah, yeah, I love them both. I love them both. Your moms are great ladies. Yeah. So you you were talking about your mom, how supportive she's been, uh, especially during the tough times, and as you went to high school, how she found out some solutions. Yeah, the relationship with my mom, I definitely got a lot different um, when she had a stroke. Um, so from like, from that time on, um, it was a lot more of like, a have I've, I've come at my relationship with my mother more as like a caretaker role. Um, because I mean, I love my mom to death. Um, but I mean, she needs, she needs help, um, more help than she used to need to like when go out and do stuff. You know, I, I got to make sure I get the walk around. I got to make sure that we, we have everything we need. You know, I, I get, it is up to me to be the one to, to make sure that everything happens. Because sometimes my mom can forget these things. So um, our relationship has definitely become, it's it's a, a wildly different dynamic than it used to be. Um, so my mom used to be like the big macho lady in charge. Um, like, you know, uh, and, and I still have, you know, I still respect my mom. Um, mm-hmm. And I absolutely love her to death. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a different dynamic. So I guess in the past, you know, in the past, over the past even six years, um, six or seven years, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's been different in that, you know, now when Mother's Day rolls around, um, pardon me, um, it, it, it's, it's almost, I'm, I mean, I, I feel like Mother's Day now, especially with my mom, is still pretty similar to um, to what it is for most other people. Um, mm-hmm. I just have a little bit more care um, and a little bit more responsibility when I take her out places. 
Um, so like if I take her out for lunch, um, for mother's day, it's kind of like, all right, I need to, like, I am, it's all hands on deck, you know, like I am making sure that we get in and out wherever we're going safely. And I make sure that, you know, she is fed and clean and taken care of and brought back to her home in one piece. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and I know that my mom absolutely uh, loves and appreciates the time that we spend together. Um, because it is very few and far in between, um, especially now. Um, and you know, a, a decent amount of that is just my fault, not making enough time. Um, so, you know, that's, I'd say probably a lot of the time, um, mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Uh, cause you know, I know that my mom loves whenever we come to see her. And so, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it, it makes it all the harder sometimes, you know, when I go, um, especially if I have to go, like if it's been a while in between visits, you know, cause I come and, and my mom, she still got a little bit of her zip, you know, from before <laughs> she comment every once in a while, um, <laughs> but I love her and she still loves us. And even mm. though she gives us a little bit of crap for, you know, <laughs> waiting a little too long in between visits, she, she still loves when we come and yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if I answered your question very well, um, yeah, like, like I said, I guess in short, the dynamic has been very different. Um, we, yeah, like it's been more of a caretaker role for me and, um, you know, it, it's, I, I, it's not much of an adjustment anymore. Um, I'd say like seven years ago or eight years ago now, oh, well, I guess my mom's been like this actually for, um, for, for about 10 years, actually. For almost 10 years um it's yeah so i'd say maybe in the first three years it was a it was quite an adjustment but i think now i'm i'm pretty well adjusted to it and um you know i'm not super patient all the time um <laughs> but uh i love her and i do my best to make sure she has a good time um, and, uh, and I, and I appreciate her as, as much as I can and show her love in, in the ways that I know that she enjoys it. And that mm-hmm. is gifts and snacks. So, you know, I'll, I'll buy her like a, like a scarf or, you know, a shawl or, you know, a little purse and I'll take her out for, for, for food. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of my family's biggest, one of our biggest love languages is taking each other out for food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what my mom did for us growing up because we were super poor. And mm-hmm. so kind of when my mom would take us out to like Burger King or McDonald's or something like that, um, that was like a big deal. It was like, wow, like we're going out to eat. Like this is a big deal. So yeah. Um, yeah. Or like my mom would make us our favorite food. Like you know, it was food. That's how we communicated our love through food. And <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that's still to this day, how we appreciate each other's oh, that's food. Cool. That's cool though. Yeah. So yeah, no, I absolutely love that. Um, and I, and I don't want to leave out my soon to be mother-in-law either. Actually, she's, she's also just been like hugely supportive and loving and, and caring. And, um, yeah, I actually, I want to share one moment. Um, uh, and it was actually, um, Jen, Julie's mom and Trevor, they, um, uh, I, I think it was this past year, um, or last year. Yeah. Last year when I was heading out for launch camp, when I was getting ready to leave, like church service ended and I was like about to bolt and just start getting things ready. And, um, but, uh, Jen and Trevor stopped me and they just wanted to pray for me. And, um, it, it, 
it, it blew me away. It touched my heart in such a huge way because like I haven't had um, somebody send me away to camp like that. I haven't had parental units like care for me and give me such a send off um, and show me how much like they love and care about me before I go um, for about nine years at that point. Because the first time I was a camp counselor, my mom, my mom hadn't had a stroke yet. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time I counseled at camp. Um, but ever since that first year, it's, it's been very different. So, um, you know, it, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, mm. so yeah, I, I wanted to say that just to point out like how much I appreciate and absolutely love the amount of love that is poured on me from Jen and Trevor, you know, they, um, like I said, they've adopted me into their family and, and they, they, they treat me like one of their own. And I've, I've heard them call me one of their own to other people. You know, they, they, they tend, they introduce me sometimes as one of their boys. So that's cool. Honestly, just, uh, just uh, know how much they love me and appreciate me and, and, um, and care about me. Um, and it, it makes me really excited and I'm marrying into a family where the parents and most of the siblings to my knowledge actually love me. So it it, it makes me really happy. Yeah. Yeah. I think moms are so great. I think dads are awesome too. (laughs) I mean, I very obviously uh, connect with moms a little easier. Yeah. 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 Are there any, uh, any closing thoughts you have for, uh, for our listeners tonight? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For anyone listening, uh, if you have a mother or father, uh, that's still either with you, uh, alive or, you know, part of the family, uh, yeah, just not just during mother's day or father's day, just take the time throughout the years, like take moments, you're just saying, Hey, I I appreciate you. All you do. I, I, I want to say it more. I want to show it to you. Uh, mother's and father's day doesn't, isn't the only day where you show support for them. You know, they support you every day. So yeah, that's, that's what I want to mention. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would go ahead and say, you know, only appreciate your parents on Mother's Day and Father's Day. They don't need any more appreciation than that. <laughs> they can go and uh, suck a lemon. No, totally kidding. <laughs> suck a lemon. You just say suck a, a lemon. lemon. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Show your parents how much you love and appreciate them more than just once a year on Mother's Day and Father's Day. Right. I think they all want to know and be reminded that they are loved. I mean, they're, they're human too. Our parents love us and do so much for us. They, they need to be told, man, they, they need to be shown some appreciation. Um, but my, my closing thoughts too, um, is that, you know, your, your parents aren't just your parents or your in-laws, right? Like if you have friends that have parents, like I can't tell you how many different mother figures and father figures I've had in my life because of the the parents of some of my best friends, mm. you know, um, like it, when I get married, if I could let all of the mothers and fathers that have been there in my life and that are important to me have a speech at my wedding, well, there wouldn't be time for anything else because <laughs> there have been some amazing people in my life. And, um, you know, whether my mom wasn't in the picture, whether Julie didn't have parents, I, still have amazing moms and dads that have been a part of my life and have even accepted me into their family. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, just remember that, you know, that your friends love you and family isn't just the people you're born with. It's not just the people that, you know, you are now legally bonded to through mm-hmm. marriage. It's the people that you keep close to you in your life and that you have accepted into your circle and that have accepted you into their circle. 
you know, and, and a lot of times it's more people than you think. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think that that would be my closing thought. Remember your mothers and fathers aren't just your in-laws and your parents, but you know, it's the parents of maybe the, the friends that you have mm-hmm. that have also fed you and maybe even clothed you <laughs> and put a roof over your head and loved you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to have good people like that in our lives. Yeah. Other than that, I think, I think we should wrap it up, buddy. Yeah. So, you know what, guys? Love your moms. Love your dads. Happy Father's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day. Follow us on. <laughs> oh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and... and Somewhat Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook at the Over the Top Podcast. Yeah. Anyways, you... Uh, Stay cool, you. Uh... Oh, come on, that's lame. We could well, every time we say stay something, we got to make something unique. You're really good at it. Stay cool. It's, when I said stay awesome, you, you you just shut it down. So I'm shutting yours down. <laughs> okay. Uh, stay sweaty, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs>